This is the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Hello and welcome back to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. It is Tuesday, the 30th day of May, 2023. Back here behind the wonderful plastic microphone at Studio 63 after a long Memorial Day weekend. My special thanks and gratitude and appreciation and respect for all who died in service of our nation's freedom. It is because of you that we have the freedom to do this program and tell it like it is, exposing the lies of the left, the Democrat double standard, the mainstream liberal slimeball media exposure of all of their lies, deceit, hatred of the people on the right, the conservative Christian heterosexuals in this country who are so vilified, demonized, and of course castigated by the left and their willing accomplices in the left mainstream media circus. We are back here, and it is Tuesday, as I said. We are fast approaching the end of the month of May. Two days from now starts a whole bunch of crap in the United States. Of course, Pride Month will begin, but also the Atlantic hurricane season will begin officially on June the 1st. There's a whole bunch to talk about today. I'm going to kind of buzz through the headlines. I think you might be interested. Washington mothers fight wokeism with a new parenting book, Don't Be a Victim. We all know the woke, progressive, liberal, leftist, slimeball, aberrant behavior culture is running rampant, primarily in those blue states around the nation. Woke ideologies are finding their way into schools and curricula, as well as governmental operations. But two mothers from Seattle, Washington, say they're aiming to change the narrative. They're teaching other parents how to fight some of the radical ideas that their children are being exposed to, indoctrinated to, in their schools. Stacy Manning and Katie Faust discuss their new book in which parents can guide their kids properly through today's changing landscape. One of the mothers said, The good news is your kids don't have to be the victims of this cultural infection. It's important to teach children how to be shapers of culture. Anything to do with being straight, if that's what your parents are and that's what they teach you, should be allowed. The new book is called Raising Conservative Kids in a Woke City, Teaching Historical, Economic, and Biological Truth in a World of Lies. And in this book, the moms share tips on how to balance protection and exposure for their children. The recipe explains how parents should teach their children about various topics depending on their age. For example, parents of elementary school-aged children should try to filter out as many woke ideas as possible. Ms. Faust says, Your job as the parents is to saturate your children in truth and beauty. Recommending, of course, exposing your children to as much of the good, true, and beautiful as possible when it comes to economics, biology, and history. For parents of middle school-aged children, Faust recommends exposing them to the lies of the world and a push for the child to be able to evaluate ideas on their own. Telling your child there are only two genders is telling your child the truth. And when you arm your child with the truth, then they have the intelligence and the ability and hopefully the intestinal fortitude to stand up for those truths. Most importantly, she says, you need to be the person your child comes to in school situations, friend situations, social situations. You need to be the expert to your child. You should adopt a no-flinch rule for your children to ensure that the children seek parents' advice 
especially uncontroversial topics. Good for you, ladies. I'm glad you published the book. Hopefully more people will get a hold of it and start reading it and living that with their children. I love vintage classic cars and motorcycles. I long for the days of big steel bumpers clad in chrome. That's shiny. You can see yourself in the bumpers, the door handles, the window crank handles, the chrome trim, and all of those niceties that came on cars in years, decades gone by. But the state of California, the home of lowriders and classic cars and Sunday drives, is now banning chrome. That's right. Chrome is going to be banned thanks to California government air regulators. All chrome plating will be banned by the year 2039. Since California air regulators voted last week to ban the use of the highly toxic metal, they say, for restoring classic car parts. Also, chrome is used to protect very sensitive aviation components. It produces that lustrous, shiny metallic finishes. From car bumpers to kitchen faucets, from chrome wheels to every trim item on a classic car, hexavalent chromium, known as Chrome 6, has given a range of consumer products a gleaming, shining, decorative coating since the beginning of the auto age. It also provides critical aviation components like airplane landing gear with durable, rust-resistant coatings. Although hardened chrome is harmless, completely, utterly harmless to humans, the fumes from the plating process allegedly is more toxic than diesel exhaust, might increase cancer risk, and here's where the racist rub comes in, might increase cancer risk in many disadvantaged communities across the state of California. See, they gotta bring that disadvantaged Oh, the poor black people that lives near those plants. They be breathing in that air. And these chrome people getting all these chrome and everything. These people be dying of cancer because of the chrome fumes. In an effort supposedly to reduce health risks associated with the exposure to the plating process that makes chrome in disadvantaged communities. To hell with white communities, right? There's no chrome plating processes anywhere near the rich white communities, I guess. The California Air Resources Board adopted a first-of-a-kind rule for the chrome plating industry, regulating, requesting, requiring, demanding that the chrome plating industry phase out the use of Chrome 6 for decorative purposes, including classic car restoration, by no later than 2030, seven short years from now, and for essential functions such as aircraft landing gear repairs by 2039. Chrome, in my opinion, needs to go in the dustbin with other dangerous industrial chemicals that we as a modern society have decided we're simply not going to use anymore. That's a statement from Gideon Krakow, a member of the California Air Resources Board. Leaded gasoline in cars, he says. Chlorofluorocarbons in our atmosphere and hairsprays. PCBs, volatile organic compounds in paint, and dioxin. That's what they think chrome is doing. Well, my friends, it's going to render many businesses defunct, out of business. Art Holman owns Sherm's Custom Plating, a car customization business in Sacramento, California. He says, it's going to render my business worthless. My employees will be unemployed. 43 years of operation down the drain. My entire business has worked until this rule passes. And then my property becomes a hazardous waste facility. 
And who's going to have to pay for that cleanup? Oh, I'm sure it'll be the now bankrupt, out of business Mr. Holman. The metal finish industry has tried to negotiate stricter emission controls for their industry instead of an outright ban. They argue that their facilities generate only a small fraction of the state's total Chrome 6 emissions, that oil refining operations and vehicle and truck emissions actually produce far more of the same emissions. But the state says the chrome platers significantly increase chrome 6 emissions near their operations, which presents a considerable risk to the low-income communities surrounding those businesses. In case you care, in case you wanted to know, there are more than 110 chrome plating independently owned mom-and-pop facilities in California. About 55% of those are supposedly located within a thousand feet of homes or schools. Well, I have to ask this question. What came first, the business or the surrounding houses? Trivalent chromium has not proved to meet the Department of Defense specifications for California's aerospace industry. In other words, trivalent chromium isn't nearly as good. It doesn't meet the specs, but that's what they want these businesses to convert to. The state estimates that it will cost $40 million for those decorative platers to transition to the new, unapproved, not as nice, not as durable, not as shiny, not as long-lasting, trivalent chromium. But it is what it is. You choose to live and work in California. You choose and live to work in an environment where your freedoms are eroded one regulation at a time. This is the Truth Hurts Program. A woke teacher showed a banned LGBTQ plus film in her classroom and the parents were not impressed. Jenna Barbie is a teacher well known for her far left leaning beliefs. And she played a Disney movie called Strange World to the fifth grade class at Winding Waters Elementary School. She later learned the film is banned due to its content involving aberrant lifestyle sexual orientations. She was removed from the classroom for showing the film, which contains a gay character, and she is now being investigated by her Department of Education in her state. She then posted a TikTok video, which gained about a half a million views, attempting in vain to justify her decision for showing a film to prepubescent fifth graders. In the video, she says she's defending her stance on LGBTQ and transgender issues, and she claims she chose the movie not because of its LGBTQ content, but to teach the kids about earth science and ecosystems. Nice try. She claims she had students approach her throughout the year identifying themselves, fifth graders, as part of the LGBT community. She says she doesn't force anything on her students, but parents who disagree argue that the things shown in the classroom, the visuals, the signs, the movies, and her verbal content spark curiosity and teachers like Barbie, who looks like a dude, take full advantage of those children. Other woke teachers who showed support for gay films say they had to create a safe space for discussions. <laughs> I need a safe space. Parents disagree as it goes against their religious beliefs. Strange World was not even released in Muslim countries or China due to its sick, twisted content. This is not the first time Ms. Barbie has found herself embroiled in controversy. Back in 2016, this elementary school teacher was arrested on fraud 
charges while working at the Spring Hill Target department store. She was accused of stealing $2,200 and she faced felony fraud charges. But some people believe that her daddy, who was the Hernando County Clerk of Court, used his influence to hide her arrest. Eventually, the sheriff had no choice but to explain that it was a system error. But Barbie's record was simply cleared. Her recent media appearance have gained attention, but it's unclear how this will affect her case. The Hernando County School Board meeting on May 30th today will probably have a very large turnout of angry parents demanding this woke liberal lose her teaching job. Many days I wish I had grandchildren, but now, more than ever, I'm kind of glad I don't. I can't see my son or my daughter trying to raise children in this real freaky world right now. It's just a shame that children today have to be exposed to these things. Imagine before all of this gay, LGBT, homosexual, aberrant lifestyle, queer behavior became very prominent. You know, like since Joe Biden took office. It's gotten really, really bad in the last two and a half years, you must admit. But imagine just 30 years ago, 30 years ago, a parent who said the word penis or vagina could actually get in trouble in a school board meeting. A teacher who taught sex education, you know, the penis goes in the vagina, the baby's born, blah, 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 blah. If there were no set-in-stone curriculum for sex education, you know, normal, real, biological, human sex, those teachers could lose their jobs for pointing out the fact, the reality, that males and females copulate. Then they have children, and those children grow up and copulate and have children, and the cycle continues. Left-wing extremism is a sickness, and now we have the proof. Alex Mitchell writes in the New York Post, left-wing extremism linked to psychopathy and narcissism. That's right, left-wing extremism, political wokeness, LGBTQ leanings is linked directly to psychopathic tendencies and narcissism. A peer-reviewed journal, Current Psychology, has put out a published study. Based on existing research, we expected individuals with higher levels of left-wing authoritarianism to also report higher levels of narcissism, the authors wrote. As a result of the new data, study authors Ann Crispins and Alex Bertrams have coined a new term for such psychological behavior, the, quote, dark ego vehicle principle, unquote. According to this principle, individuals with dark personalities, such as high narcissism and psychopathic traits, are attracted to certain forms of political and social activisms, which they can use as a vehicle to satisfy their own ego-focused needs instead of actually aiming at social justice and equality. Left-wing extremism is tied to narcissism more than it is to supporting social causes, according to the research. In particular, certain forms of activism might provide them with opportunities for positive self-presentation and displays of moral superiority to gain social status, to dominate others, and to engage in social conflicts and aggression to satisfy their need for thrill-seeking. The study on left-wing authoritarianism also showed that many times they do not practice what they so loudly preach. 
Based on existing research, we expected individuals with higher levels of left-wing authoritarianism to also report higher levels of narcissism. An individual with high in LWA might declare anyone to be old-fashioned if they oppose their own progressive values. They will strive to suppress free speech to regulate the expression of right-wing beliefs in educational institutions and even endorse the use of violence to reach their own political goals, according to the authors. Beyond using any means necessary, people of privileged backgrounds who are aligned with LWA often use their narcissism to make activism solely about themselves instead of achieving social equality for the struggling groups they claim to represent. Minority groups should be made aware of the narcissistic enemies from within their activist movements, as these individuals could hijack the cause, thereby reducing the success of the activism in many ways. Think about it, folks. All of those so-called leaders of the left-wing progressive liberal movements Notice their psychopathic tendencies, calling for violence, calling for the silencing of opposing viewpoints. The study suggests that some hijack social causes so they can make it all about themselves. As grandiose narcissists typically desire fame, distinction, elevated social status, and high social importance, they can be assumed to strive for influential positions that involve social visibility and outreach, as well as access to financial and other resources. And just think, they're grooming little Greta Thunberg to be the face of progressiveness. They're grooming nut jobs like Alexandria Horseface Cortez to be the face of woke liberalism. This is fact, and it is now backed up by peer-reviewed research. Dave Malian writes, Joe Biden released 2.3 thousand illegal alien convicted criminals into the U.S. in the last five months, according to new government data. That's right. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security, under the watchful eye of Alejandro Mayorkas and gropey Joe Biden, have revealed that 2,300 illegal alien convicts were released into the country in recent months under the Joe Biden administration. DHS reveals that close to 2,850 illegal aliens with pending criminal charges have also been simply released from detention since January of this year alone. Of those released, 830 are said to have bonded out, 612 were allowed to leave on an order of recognizance, 700 illegal convicted aliens were released on order of supervision and 170 were simply allowed to parole out of the system. Up until this point, the Biden administration has released more than 51,000 illegal aliens, which are criminals because they violated our immigration laws, from ICE custody in the past five months alone. The largest percentage of this number occurred in April and May of this year. As a result of the White House bringing Title 42 to an end, these criminals are now being released into your neighborhoods, near the schools where your children and grandchildren attend, near the houses of worship where you and your family members pray to God to save America. With ICE releasing convicted criminals and those with pending criminal charges into American communities, Americans will certainly needlessly suffer. But Joe Biden does not care. Congress has a chance to prevent this. 
to protect lives in the Homeland Security Appropriations Bill. Hopefully, maybe someone in Congress is listening. It is what it is, my friends. North Hollywood parents boycott school district's planned pride assembly, telling parents to keep your children at home. A group of intelligent parents in North Hollywood, California, are planning to boycott an assembly to discuss LGBTQ issues for Pride Month at the Satakoy Elementary School. An Instagram account named Satakoy Elementary School Parents posted on Monday that outraged parents who share conservative values don't feel this material is appropriate to teach the children will plan to keep their children home from school on June the 2nd because of a planned school assembly to observe Queer Pride Month. Attention! Protest is on June 2nd. We need help. We need signs. We need everyone to come. This was on the Instagram post. The LA Unified School District announced there will be a K-12 school assembly held at the school to teach students about the queer community. This parents group alleges students will be forced to watch a video where it says some kids have two mommies and some kids have two daddies. Of course, this has caused outrage amongst parents, many of them emailing and calling the higher-ups at the school district to complain about the day and to protest by not taking their children to school that day. The school district, of course, refused to comment. According to a Los Angeles Fox News affiliate, teachers will read to students at the assembly a book by Mary Huffman. The title of the book? The Great Big Book of Families which talks about diversity and all kinds of families. So in the Instagram post, the parents group says, we are being forced into talking about topics that should not burden our children for many years to come. Keep your kids at home on June 2nd. We are parents of elementary school children who as parents have the right to introduce sexually explicit topics at our discretion. And yes, any topic that is related to LGBTQ is sexually explicit. Why? Our children are innocent and have no idea what is out there. We as parents have the right to introduce these topics at our discretion, but instead we're being forced into talking about topics that should not burden our children for many years to come. Of course, the LA Unified School District had to issue a statement saying that Los Angeles Unified is committed to creating a safe and inclusive learning environment that embraces the diversity of the communities we serve. The district encourages everyone in our school communities to treat each other with respect, kindness, and compassion so that our students can be empowered to achieve their greatest potential. As part of our engagement with school communities, our school regularly discusses the diversity of the families that we serve and the importance of inclusion. As part of our engagement with school communities, our schools regularly discuss the diversity of the families that we serve and the importance of inclusion. They repeated it. This remains an active discussion with our school communities and we remain committed to continuing to engage with families about this important topic. Families are always encouraged to discuss important topics with their children and families. Families may contact their schools for more information about any school programs or activities. The boycott underscores the phenomenon of parents across the country now paying closer attention to school boards by challenging progressive curricula and contesting inappropriate books. Issues in education are a top concern amongst voters. Ever since the Wuhan China novel coronavirus pandemic, 
school board meetings have become battlegrounds between parents and school board officials, reigniting the debate on how much control parents should have over their children's education. The issues prompt parents to rise up and run for school board seats. And that's what you need to start doing unless you want to see this slippery slope turn into a dangerous downfall. This is the Truth Hurts Program. Why are companies committing corporate suicide to actively promote transgenderism? Ahead of next month's June Pride, retail giant Target introduced a line of women's swimwear with tuck-friendly construction and extra crotch coverage. Posting photos of two swimsuits from the new line, comedian Chrissy Mayer tweeted, Thanks to Target, I found the perfect swimsuit for creeping out all the women and children at the pool this summer. Can't wait to tuck my penis into this little number while sipping on a Bud Light. No real woman would be caught dead in that swimsuit. It's hideous. It's exactly what a dude pretending to be a woman would wear. The only thing I'll be tucking is my money back into my wallet and shopping anywhere but Target. What an obnoxious virtue signal from Target, and it's not even June yet. Chrissy has a point. It's bad enough that Target is selling tuck-friendly swimwear, but the woke retailer has pushed the envelope even further by partnering with the UK-based brand Abprolin to design their new merchandise. Turns out that one of the company's designer, Eric Carnell, is transgender and is an outspoken Satanist whose brand features occult imagery and messages like Satan respects pronoun, right on their brand apparel. Other messages appearing on this individual's clothing include heteronormativity is a plague and burn down the cis-c-i-s-t-e-m. You know, cis for normal, regular human beings. Is Target trying to alienate its customer base? Did they not learn anything from Bud Light's disaster? Bud Light's inexplicable decision to partner with Dylan Mulvaney prompted a product debate and a boycott that has now seen a two-plus-month 25% drop in sales. In fact, damage to that brand has been so massive that the term Bud Lighting is now being used as a verb. It was so preventable. How could they not learn? They didn't learn from Disney, whose stock price topped $197 a share before the management took aim at Ron DeSantis's parental rights and education bill. Their stock is now at $89 a share, dropping over 110 bucks. Disney tried to distract from its leftist turn by pointing the finger at DeSantis for the decision to cancel plans to build a billion-dollar office complex in Florida. Maybe Disney's customer base quickly realized that they could forego a pricey family trip to Disney, take a pass on their inclusive remakes of all of our favorite old Disney classics, and the kids will not be damaged. Now Disney's come out with the new Little Mermaid, who used to be a fair-skinned white girl with red hair and freckles. But now, in the new Land of the Woke, they had to put a black girl on there. Sure, she speaks almost like a white person, but she's still not a white person. The blackwashing of Disney, the gaywashing of Disney, has caused their stock prices to tumble and attendance to fall at all of their venues and in all of the movie theaters. But not to be outdone, the North Face, the company that sells manly outdoor apparel, realized what might be the most cringeworthy ad of them all. They released it on Wednesday. In the video that has to be seen to be believed, 
a drag queen in a miniskirt invites viewers to, quote, come out, unquote, and celebrate the summer of pride. His name is Patty Gonya. In the new ad, this red-headed, mustache-wearing, queer transgender is pushing North Face products. I guess I won't be buying any of that either. I guess money isn't important to these companies anymore. I guess they're sacrificing profits. Politicians are sacrificing their dignity all to promote an aberrant lifestyle, a queer behavior choice. Is this really the re-emergence of Sodom and Gomorrah in America? Why must you and I cater to the 0.7% of people who identify as transgender at the expense of the 99.3% of Americans who do not identify as transgender? Why are we celebrating gender dysphoria as courageous lifestyle choices rather than the mental illness, the mental disorder that it actually is? I thought corporations were in business to make money and maximize shareholder profits. Their recent changes, their collective decisions to wade into culture wars cannot possibly end well for them. Go woke, go broke. Hey, that's all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. Opinions expressed, of course, protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I do so very well apologize if you are offended, but I retract absolutely nothing because I speak the truth, even though sometimes the truth hurts. Copyright 2023. The Truth Hurts Program Network. All rights reserved. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing because I speak the truth. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program is pre-recorded. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved.